These are extraordinary times, but with too much information and much of it confusing. On Body Ecology Living, I interview some of the best minds to help you live your best life possible. We'll discuss topics on using foods to heal, on building a hearty immune system, on aging well, on taking care of your gut and, of course, your brain, but most of all, on clarifying the right steps to be happier, healthier, and having the energy to make a difference in your own world. Welcome, everybody, to Body Ecology Living. I'm kind of excited about this show today. It's different from the shows that I usually do because I asked a friend, a longtime friend of mine, to be on. And for us to talk about some of the things we've done together over the years, many years, I think maybe 20 years now, Maria Hunt is my guest. And Maria is head of all the body ecology coaches over in Australia. Well, we don't have body ecology coaches in America. I used to go over about every year and a half and train this wonderful group of almost always women to understand body ecology at a deeper level and be able to help people. And Maria, um, Maria found me and came over here and trained with me. And when you look back at all the things we've done together, like we've been very, very instrumental in the autism community over there. So um, I'll just read her bio a little bit. She is a health practitioner, of course. She's an educator, big time. And she's actually a media spokesperson she shares her love for health through television and print and online media. She's a spokesperson and um, for uh, a company called Greenfields over in Australia. And she's just really an expert in fermentation and an expert in knowing body ecology. I don't know if anybody understands body ecology uh, to the depth that Maria does except me. So welcome, Maria, for coming on tonight. Well, your morning. It's 10 a.m. in the morning over there and 8 o'clock at night my time. Jeez, thank you, Donna, so much. It's wonderful for being here. Yeah. How exciting. Nearly 20 years. Well, I think it must be must be 20 years that we've yeah, known. Yeah, because it was, cause it's been at least 17, isn't it, since we started working with autism? And I knew you before that, so at least that, at least. Yeah, I jumped on the flight. <laughs> I went over to Atlanta, Georgia for the training. And uh, remember meeting at the MIND conference? And you yeah, and so I- first we met at this conference somewhere in some very rural place. And that's where I first met Maria, and she was so sincere and, and so intent on learning this. And she actually went back to Australia, and I don't remember in the years that pursued, but I do know that I, w- I was invited to the MIND conference. You probably helped set that up, Maria, didn't you? No, that, that was with Leslie, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but I mean, g- getting me invited over there. But it was really yeah. the beginning days of, so MIND, let's tell people what MIND is, M-I-N-N-D. What does it stand for? Yeah, that's the, uh, so Leslie Emberitz, she's running, ran that, oh gosh, she must be 25 years odd ago. And she was very instrumental in with the autism community and getting the doctors and everyone grouped together. And she ran the conference and I remember attending the conference and listening to you and I was really, I was researching. I'd had health problems at the time and I was looking for the missing 
casing link. I'd done many, many modalities, gluten-free, casein-free, GAPS diet, everything, but nothing was getting me over the line. And then uh, when I listened to you, I thought, wow, this is it. And then you said, I've got a training coming up in, in so many weeks' time. And I just went, that's it. So I booked the flight, jumped on the plane and, and went over. And then we, uh, we were in Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. And, uh, it was a beautiful location there. And it was just fantastic because it was the missing link for me, Donna. It was all about the beneficial bacteria. And, you know, we were so ahead of our time back then. Well, you were so ahead of your time back then, but it really synced it in after all in the context of all of the information that we'd gathered, this was missing, this this whole segment of the beneficial bacteria and having the gut up and working. And then also yeast too. That was a big part of yes. what we were doing too is concrete and yeast infection. Yeah. So fast forward just a little, little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, we found ourselves at the MIND conference. Uh, we had a table there. Brainfields actually was hosting us there at that table, and we and I was speaking and we were just flooded with people, uh, doctors, you know, that were interested in the work and parents, of course. But it was all brand new to the people back in those days. People didn't even have any clue why the kids had autism. So um, just having you there through all of that with me was fantastic. Having someone else who really was as passionate as I was. But after I left, you were still back in Australia. And can you sort of talk about what happened at that point with the doctors and yes, know, well, how, how it started spreading? Yeah, I was really fortunate that uh, I worked alongside a medical doctor, Dr. Kritikos, I still do, in Sydney, and he's a biomedical doctor. On He's expert with methylation, zinc, copper, pyrols. And uh, so he asked me to join over in his practice, which I did. And uh, so it worked beautifully. It was so synergistic and we were cross-referring to each other where we'd work on the methylation. But he also knew he had to have the gut up and working at optimum level so that, you know, we were absorbing all the vitamins and minerals and and all of the state-of-art, you know, protocols that we're implementing. So it was an incredible synergy of having body ecology there, working alongside John and the other doctors. And then that grew out into... um there was the other biomedical groups and uh, they were really grassroots and Jan was one of the other ladies where she kicked that off and the grassroots of getting all of the families together and then bringing the doctors in as guest speakers and then we would come in and, and teach fermentation and there were wild times then all the fermenting jars and the parents were excited and then the, there were bubbling, you know, court jars everywhere and we were, it was really, really beneficial to everyone. And and there was results. I mean, kids were actually getting well. Yeah, they. There was this slow and steady result of like cleaning out. You know, like as we always say, we needed to create the energy. You, your four main points always stay with me: create energy, correct digestion conquer infections and cleanse. And that's where we did, again, one of the principles of body ecology was the step-by-step. Step. 
So we took that step by step. We, we needed to create the energy because so many of the children and the parents as well, they were so depleted. They didn't have the energy to get well. And you'd always taught me, Maria, you've got to have the energy to get well. Otherwise, we're not going to get across the line. So dealing with the thyroid, the adrenals, getting that foundation, that base foundation there that was solid so we could create the energy. Then we could work on correcting the digestion, bringing in, you know, eliminating the sugars, balancing out the yeasts, you know, getting all of that into proportion, removing inflammatory foods, the glutens, the dairies, etc., and then coming back in and conquering those infections because why they've got the ability then, they've got the energy to be able to conquer infections because the poor little kids, they couldn't conquer the infections before. They didn't have the energy or the digestion there to do it. So with your principles and what you taught us, it was to conquer those infections, get on top of them and then be able to cleanse. And again, you've got to have the energy to cleanse. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to release those toxins. So we were doing, you know, home enemas to colonics to, to getting out, you know, all of the impurities, etc., and the toxins and the parasites and worms that nobody wants to talk about, but they're there. And... Um, I used to love it coming over to see, you know, I, I'm going to divert for a moment. I would fly in uh, Sydney to LAX. You'd pick me up or your beautiful daughter, Meredith. Then we'd uh, hightail to um, West Hollywood to Louise, the, you know, colon therapist extraordinaire. And uh, he would do the soaking method of the colonics. And it was just, you know, you'd lie back there on a viewing screen, checking out, releasing these toxins. You know, Netflix is nothing on to seeing the screen of the toxins being released. And the parasites, all the biofilms. You know, the thing is, Maria, only a few people have seen these. And, you know, Luis has done over 40,000 colonics. He has many, 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 many uh, videos and pictures and everything. And I've actually even taken some of those to some conferences and showed them to people, hoping they would, you know, realize what we've got inside of us. And they're not even interested at all, and, which is unfortunate because, you know, people are willing to accept the idea of fecal implants. Um, we talk about parasites, but nobody's talking about colon therapy and how it and done properly you can get these clumps of parasites out they do live in biofilms not always sometimes too but single ones but change you know getting those out is a game changer it totally changes your personality everything is i mean just almost always happy after that and i always cringe when people say oh some parasites are okay that they're that's all right to have some in us but that's not true at all everyone that leaves uh, leaves, it takes out the toxins that it takes out, um, really gets you closer to being really, really healthy. But even children, I remember, you know, for one thing, it's really interesting because we started, of course, with children. You can't do clonics. They're three years old, for example. So we started with enemas. I remember yeah. when I first, uh, so we had a group called Bed, Bedrock, B-E-D-R-O-K, which was really people, parents from all over the world, they were sharing what we, they were learning and what they were seeing and we were all learning together. But there were people in Hong Kong and UK and Canada and all over the world really that were in part of the group. When I introduced the concept said, because the kids were having, always cleansing, of course, you kill the yeast, they're going to feel awful. Mm -hmm. And they go through something that looks like a flu. 
So I thought, you know, they probably need intimates, but I was a little hesitant to introduce them to this modern, you know, women that have no <laughs> idea what it is. But sure enough, some did it, of course, and uh, reported back to the group amazing, amazing stories of changes in their child. I just remember one comment that was real common that mothers would say is that he's only been here two and a half years or three years. What What is, how can he have all this toxic stuff coming out of him? And the kids got to the point where they loved them and they actually would bring the enema bucket to the mother when they wanted to have a, uh, an enema because they felt so much better. So it was really some amazing stories at that time. But um, the thing is, the, uh, they accepted it right away. Awful stuff came out. But what I wish I'd been able to explain better at that time years ago is that those toxins weren't in them when they were born. They're being created in real time. For example, those the children have a strong, you know, uh, life force to cleanse. Mm -hmm. And so those toxins were in the cells uh, because they were uh, a whole lot of more endogenous toxins being processed by the liver, going into the bile, ending up in the stool, but not going anywhere. And so they just really couldn't get well until we started opening those detoxification pathways, which really, you know, when you say colon therapy, it's not a good name because it's, you think you're yeah. just working with a colon. You're cleansing the entire body that way. And I think it was the whole program, the diet, the fact that we were addressing yeast. We were also working on... Um, you know, establishing that healthy inner ecosystem, which was having a profound effect on the brain, for example. Uh, nice. This is one of the big things wrong with them is their behavior and change that. They began to respond. They began to eat other foods they wouldn't eat before. It was just, it was an amazing time. And I'm so glad that you were there with me because once <laughs> I left Australia, you were left behind and you just did amazing things. Uh, just hung in there and kept communicating and letting people know. And then when you got on TV, that was amazing to me too. I, mean, I was really glad you did it, but you really told the world about Body Ecology through your TV show. So do you want to talk, talk about some of the experiences yeah. you had and the feedback that you got with that? Yeah, incredible feedback. And we're still going. So it's um, over 14 years now that we're still going on TVSN, the health channel, which is incredible because if you're not, you know, uh, being, you know, received, you, you don't last. <laughs> you get kicked off pretty quickly. Well, so, why were you received? What was it? Was it just the amazing information or people were learning about stuff for the first time? Or why, why, why was it so well received? Yeah, it was everything. It was the amazing information. It was the amazing results that we got from the fermented probiotic drinks and the powders. We, we were getting tremendous results. Oh, we still do. We still are getting tremendous results. And it's, it's a game changer. It's a life changer. So people, you know, this works. So when you can get your zest back for life, when you can have that clarity, that vitality, and you feel good, look good, people really want it. And then they can pass that down to their family, to their children, their grandchildren. That's what was driving it as well. It wasn't just the, the individual who was first buying on, on TV. It was their ability to be able to spread that knowledge and information that we were giving them with their family. And I would have like email after email and phone calls saying, 
Thank you. And uh, just the other day, uh, this wonderful uh, man, he rang and he said he has both elderly parents and his sister that are all on the body, the drinks, the powders, etc. They're all on that and making a huge difference. He's uh, early 60s, his parents are 80s and 90s, but they're, they're really having a quality of life. They're not just older, they're having a quality of life. So there's an array from the children to the parents to the grandparents, etc., where everyone's reaping the benefits. Mm -hmm. And speaking of aging, um, you really haven't aged all these years. Your skin is amazing. Um, Thank you. I mean, I would go definitely go on record and say that this eating these fermented foods and doing what we're doing absolutely affects how well you know just simply age better so even if their these parents were like 90 years old you see in results but imagine when you catch somebody who's 30 and what i've noticed today is that there are a lot of young people you know i'm amazed actually because it didn't used to be like this but young people in their 30s are already thinking ahead like what can i do now so i don't age which is amazing to me so um you know we also kind of have one of the secrets for you know, for having a more years going by, chronological years, but biologically you're not aging like other people your age are doing. So would you would you agree with that? Hundred percent, and that's getting back in there and getting the digestion up and going. And mine's always a work in progress. I mean, I'm always working on it, and there's hiccups along the way. But hey, we're all human. But getting getting the digestion, getting the sleep, the good food, and the um, exercise, and that meditative state, whatever it is, whether it's you know cross stitching for someone or you know two hours of meditation, doesn't matter. It's coming back in and being able to just to relax and reduce the stresses down. But once we can do that, then our gut and our body, our whole hormones, endocrine system, everything just responds and we start humming along. But when we're under that constant bombardment of, of toxins and, and stress, etc., that's aging and that's debilitating. And um, that is the game changer to turn that around. We know... One of the things looking back that we were both very much into and really it kind of definitely sprang from the kids who had autism was oxalates in our food. Now it's surprisingly taken decades for people to start, you know, paying attention to oxalates. And now all of a sudden you ask any, a large, large number of healthy people like that are into health, you know, they, they have heard about oxalates and they've probably heard a few talks. I did a wonderful two part. Uh, podcast with Sally K. Um, Norton. She wrote a book, Toxic Superfoods, and please go back and listen to that too. But this yeah. whole oxalate journey is not new to us. We've been on it for a really long time and have found out how really important it is. And so would you speak to that a little bit? Do you, over there in Australia, are people into oxalates yet? Because it's definitely finally getting hot here. I'm the crusader. I've been on oxalates. How long? We have been, you and I have been on oxalates for must be 15 years, like a long... 17 at least, 17, because yes. Susan Owens, she really gets the credit for being there, uh, digging deep into it and getting information from the parents. The, the parents noticed that when they the kids ate foods high in oxalates, they had a terrible reaction. And, mm-hmm. you know, even some of them have scratched their eyes out. Doctor, I did a podcast a long time ago with 
uh, the man who started Great Plains, they test for oxalates, they test for yeast. And really you sure. always see yeast and oxalates high. That That's because yeast make oxalates too. And then we also have it in our diet. Every child with autism has a yeast infection. So this was going on big time. Susan Owens was like um, really kind of like the bank for keeping the information. Julie Matthews, like us, you know, she's coach parents for years. She also was in and has been in Oxford's all these years. We, I think we, well, in one of the summits, Julie and I talked about that, yeah. um, the genes related to Oxford's. But um, so let's just talk a little bit more about them, like just in case there's some people listening that don't know what they are and your own personal experience with them. Like why, oh. uh, for me, they call, cause dry eye. If I eat something with Oxford's, because you don't always know, you're eating something and you don't like, even if you take Chinese herbs, you might think, oh, I'll take these herbs for my whatever infection. And sure enough, those herbs are high in oxalates. And how I would be able to tell is that my left eye gets very, very dry, like the kids. Yep. And, um, you know, and it hurts. I actually has pain because oxalates cause pain. So, Maria, let me turn the oxalate conversation over to you. What would you say about it? I'm so passionate about oxalate. As you know, like we're going back, you know, that 17 odd years that we've been doing it. And um, it's so profound. And like you and I have both suffered where it does affect us is in our eyes for us. So it's it's a different, um, you know, symptomatic effect for each person. But for me, I had very um, dry eye, incredibly dry eye. And I actually, I'm endogenous uh, with the oxalate, so I produce oxalates as well. And um, with that, they were that bad that my eyelid would get stuck on my eyeball. It, it was so, so painful. And Your uh, eyelid? Yeah. It, it, it would just dry up so much. Yeah, that's painful. Yeah. Yeah, and I was driving. I was doing a lot of long-distance driving, and I'd be, you know, putting drops in all of the time. It was horrendous. And uh, but I was very fortunate that um, I was. I have a very good surgeon, and he. Uh, we did amniotic membrane graft on both eyes, and it's state of the art. So this is putting the membranes there on the eyes, so it prevents that moisture, you know, it, it helps to balance back out. And so that's been a game changer for me, just to help with that. Again, with the low ox diet, the body ecology diet, and, you know, the um, beneficial drops that we use, it's it's really, really helped to the, f to the effect that two weeks ago, uh, I just had a checkup there and the optic nerve has actually improved. So, these here, when, when you get a plan together like that to, you know, to fight oxalates, it's amazing. But oxalates, um, I used to have horrendous UTIs and the back pain was like I would have to roll out of bed in the morning on like a commando roll and then crawl up the wall. The pain was that bad. And uh, then that was You think the, that was from oxalates? Oh, 100%. 100%. And, uh, and then I started working more, increasing the, the B1, the B6, dealing with, you know, producing too many oxalates in my body, balancing that back out. I use a lot of, um, golden seal. Uh, I was using Epsom salt baths, getting, you know, the, um, body ecology, ancient earth minerals to get alkaline, 
all of those alkaline protocols to help balance it out. But when what was amazing, though, is you could have the colonics. And I remember Luis and I talking about it. He was saying the little sandy pebbles down the bottom of the viewing screen, that was the oxalates being released. Mm -hmm. So I think people can see that in the toilet. They'll flush the toilet and then there'll be sort of like a trace of sand, black sand. That's oxalates. Exactly. And I've had so many of my clients come in and uh, they've actually had the oxalate, the crystals coming out their fingernails. They've squeezed them out of their eye, uh, just all different locations of the skin, out the side of the mouth, especially with the children. I had a uh, 85-year-old just two days ago and um, she was squeezing it and getting the, with the tweezers, taking it off the top of her, her wrists. And so she was an avid, you know, spinach and silver beet consumer. And uh, we just say beets over here. Beets, yeah. And so these, these, you know, this oxalic acid was converting into the crystals and just causing mayhem and joints, swelling of the joints, the, the pseudo gout, the um, mystery eczema, all of those things. And uh, I had beautiful little clients. They come in a little three year old and she go, Maria, I can, I just, she was just screaming. She goes, hot wheeze, hot wheeze. And as she'd urinate, it was just burning her totally. And then, you know, within no time at all, she'd come back smiling away, you know, so excited that, you know, she could go to the bathroom and didn't have that excruciating pain. And, you, you know, know, that reminds me though, that when you start going on a low oxalate diet, mm-hmm. You can have what they some people call dumping, but in other words, you're cleansing those toxins out of your body, and then you'll have the same symptoms again. So that could have also been something that she was going through. Did she was she already on the body culture diet? Was she addressing yeast? Because they're you know they're really. I think the reason people are so sensitive to uh, the oxalates have become a problem is. First of all, we've had antibiotics and we've wiped out those few good bacteria oh. whose job it is to digest, you know, to handle the oxalates and bind them up so that they're in the stool and they leave the body. And I think that we have the same thing, antibiotics. Uh, you know, the, the, the yeast are actually making the oxalates big time. And it's so common today because another thing I never hear anybody saying, maybe there's no major research on this yet, but... A mother can pass her yeast infection on to her child. She'll have a yeast infection. It'll become more acute during the pregnancy because progesterone goes up, uh, estrogen, uh, glucose goes up. Those things are supposed to go up during pregnancy. But they also take her maybe mild, maybe just low-grade chronic yeast infection, and it will become more acute. And then babies are born with it. You'll see that they have cradle cap, which, by the way, think is interesting because that's a biotin deficiency and yeast uh you know use the biotin they they eat up the biotin because the biotin's suppressing the yeast i thought it was interesting because recently chris masterjohn put out one of his little short videos on biotin and oxalates so he's now recommending that people add that to that list of other b vitamins b6 uh for example and um you know, that that biotin should be in a, one of the B vitamins you take for um, for helping overcome a, a sensitivity to two oxalates. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the babies are born often with a yeast infection. 
you know, either, you know, a diaper rash or they often have cradle cap. And that is a sign of a biogen deficiency. Again, there's, oh yeah, colic, because nobody tells mothers when the kids are born that, okay, baby's out now, everything's normal, got all the body parts supposed to be in the right place. Now it's time to work on that inner ecosystem. That is so Mm. important to set that into place at birth. And doctors don't know that. Nobody tells mothers that. Disappointingly, even midwives who are supposed to be sort of more holistic don't mention this. It's like part of what a woman should be taught as she's going through her entire pregnancy. So, yes, we end up with a lot of children. My last I heard back in the day when we started, it was one in 80 kids. If you you agree with that, I think that's what it was. Now it's one one boy in 40 instead of one in 180. More boys are being uh, diagnosed with autism, and there's no reason for that. It's preventable. Uh, I think we have very important, uh, you know, answers for that, actually. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, one thing we haven't talked about are the the body culture coaches over there. Um, I think this is a really good time for them to become more active. We have long haulers. We have chronic yes. fatigue and really long haulers are really pretty much this exact same thing. But um, the we, I just feel that our body country coaches can really help them a lot. So I wanted to, uh, you're really the head of them and you um, know all of them very well. Can you want to say anything about the coaches in Australia? Yeah, I think there's, there's a prime opportunity, like you're saying, to help with the long haulers because it is and it's going to be a, a very extensive problem. So it's a great opportunity for them and they're so passionate to to spread it and to get the word out there to help people, to help the families, to help the children because it's debilitating. If anyone's ever, you know, been ill and um, that's why I become so passionate, I know what it's like to be ill. So if you can help in any way, I really want to help people. I never want them to go through what we've gone through. So to have that opportunity from, you know, what you've given us is is phenomenal to be able to spread the word. Well, so we were talking recently, Maria and I, and we decided really it's time to pull the CBEs um, back into a, mm-hmm. even though online course uh, yes. to catch them up to date on long haulers. Because as soon as, they started showing up in the world. I just turned to that. I knew a lot about yeast. They, they have a yeast infection because the mm-hmm. virus, the SARS-CoV-2 virus, activates yeast infection, but it also wakes up all these these viruses that are living in our body, Epstein-Barr, all the herpes families. They're just all awake now. So I turned my attention really to a, 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 a diet, basically. I right now call it the antiviral diet, which is, you know, it's not as, it's more strict uh, you know, usually with candida, you need to be on the diet three months to get, pretty strictly to get the results. The antiviral diet, four to 10 days to begin to get results. And then there's other things to do also. I have a podcast with Dr. Um, Gallant, Leo Gallant. He's amazing. We talk about how the, um, you know, the virus, when it enters the cell, it damages the receptor we always hear about, the ACE2 receptor. And it doesn't just enter there, <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't just enter there. It actually damages the ACE2 receptor, which mm-hmm. has so many critical roles in the body. And it's the ACE2 receptors in the gut, in the brain, in the kidneys, in the lungs. Now these organs are damaged. And, and so we talk about in that podcast his whole program on repairing that ACE2 
mm-hmm. uh, enzyme that re- that receptor, and that's a really important one too. So um, I feel like because we have so many wonderful CBEs, that this is going to be uh, something to quickly, you know, because we already have a great understanding of body country principles and just tweaking a little bit more and explaining, you know, how to. Um, yeah, what you have to do to get the virus to get these drag. I always re- refer to them like, like think a of a virus like a yeah, like a dragon comes yeah. out of his hiding place, his little viral sanctuary that he's tucked away in, and it, they come out when the body becomes too acidic. And you, which happens when you eat the typical acidic diet, yeah, very inflammatory diet. So the virus comes out, the dragon comes out of the cave, and your goal is to get him back in there. Because he's always going to live there. He's never going to go away. But you can make him stay in there and make him go back in there and stay there with his diet. So um, I'm excited about bringing this out into the world. I think, yeah, Donna, it's prime time, but also too to overlay the the antiviral, the you know, obviously the candida, the oxalates, all of that there because they're so inflammatory and they're so demanding on the body. The the oxalates, I've seen so much damage from oxalates, even for the long haulers coming in uh, to see me. And to get that back into balance, it's, it's, um, to, to take that, you know, toxic load off and to st- prevent the damage from occurring and the buildup. And, uh, people are unaware that they're actually producing oxalates in their body. And uh, in doing that, they need to really get protocols together for that. That's why I'm so passionate. I'm running an online course on a low-ox eating and uh, on the actual simplification of it. And putting that, like you're saying, with your with the antiviral protocol, that then it's kind of like a force field. It's a lock and lock force field to protect mm-hmm body and against the invaders coming in but i've always loved the dragon in the cave we've got to keep the dragon in the cave stop it coming out with the acid body the lack of good bacteria you know when we sleep we're run down you know it's very very hard to actually uh fight against those invaders coming through and so the cbes know about the antiviral diet exactly what to do if you have a virus if you have a seasonal flu uh, what I've just done is I've just dug deeply into what's going on behind the scenes, why, the big why. And that's what I'd like to, uh, you know, and I'm going to be having a course on that too. So this is good. Well, Maria, where can people reach you? And Because you can talk to people anywhere in the world. You don't have to be living in Australia, right? No, so I do consults worldwide, etc. So they can reach me at um, bodyecology at Maria Hunt dot com dot au that's my email or they can go to your digestion dot com dot au and uh, would love to catch up very very happy to uh, to work together whichever I always like to from what I've learned from everything that we've done together Donna and also too on that emotional physical mental level we need to bring it all together to you know that whole healing process is vital uh, to bring down the stresses to be able to manage the stress in our body and uh, for that that's really super super important for me to marry it all together. And, you know, the thing is, people, you can give people the right information, but mm-hmm. they need support. What the parents had back in the days that we first started is we had bedrock. We had 
eventually mm-hmm. 2,000 families and a lot of even doctors learning, sharing yeah. information. And but it was a support group. And so now if you, you know, uh, want to have a consultation with Maria or ha- have the Oxford class or, uh, you know, find a body ecology over there, body ecology coach over there in Australia, the really support is what you need. You can't do this. It's too complicated. I did a podcast with Tess Masters not too long, just a few days ago. And we were talking about bio-individuality and we brought up boxlets, you know, and so, and we brought up um, FODMAPs, for example. Some, you know, people need to tweak the diet, find the FODMAP foods and just get rid of those. Like don't, you know, for a while anyway, and then take one, like maybe cauliflower is one that can cause gas and bloating. It's on the FODMAP, you know, it's one of the foods to avoid. So, but maybe you're fine with cauliflower. So you test it out. Um, anyway, we, we have to, fortunately, we have so much great information available today. So the diets generally, you know, there's a general diet that works, but then you have to tweak it for you individually. And that's why really working with a practitioner is important, I think. And the tweaking, like you say, Donna, it's very important, again, with the, the dumping or the releasing of yeasts or viral mm-hmm. load when we're conquering infections, that really is a step-by-step process. And, and you know, the thing is, people might think, oh, it's not working. I've been doing this for two weeks. Yeah. And I, now, all of a sudden, I feel awful. That's because it's working. <laughs> so if you're working with it, because things are dying off like they're supposed to. And so if you're working with a practitioner, they can say, oh, you're doing exactly the right thing. Congratulations. You're that's just cleansing. The, yeah, that, that's the conundrum of it all. But to have that support, and that's why people say to me, it is brilliant and so, you know, reassuring to have that support and be able mm-hmm. to talk through those challenging times because there'll always be challenging times. It's just how we handle it. But having the protocols, having everything there and the toolbox to put that into place, uh, especially when the overwhelm comes in. Many people get overwhelmed and to be able to, you know, deal with that as well as on the physical side, that's, that is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, my dear friend, for, for being here tonight, but for much, much more than being here tonight. You've just been, you've just been so instrumental in helping body ecology spread around the world. Uh, around uh, Australia, especially, and on TV, TVSN. Uh, so I just can't thank you enough, and that's why I wanted to do this podcast together. Some people might find it was helpful, <laughs> which is what we're both about. So thank you. And I've had a uh, well, I'm having a fortunate life, but us meeting, you know, twenty odd years ago, that's making it a very fortunate life. And I really, really thank you for the incredible wealth of knowledge and expertise and our adventures together. You know, piecing this all together, I'd be over there nearly every year staying with you. You would put me up in your home, pick me up from the airport, run me <laughs> around. We'd go shopping together with Winston, your beautiful little puppy dog. We just like it was. It was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> well, to be continued, of course. Please come anytime you want. I mean, I love. It's just nice to have a soulmate, like somebody who gets you and understands you. So you've been a wonderful friend. So thank you very much, Maria. Thank you. Body ecology is not a diet. It's a way of life based on seven universal laws that always guide us toward the truth. 
If you want to know more about us, about these seven universal laws, and about our amazing, effective products, go to our website, bodyecology.com. Also, for a free transcript of this show, go to our website. Again, that's bodyecology.com. And of course, if you like what you're learning, we'd be very grateful for a review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you've got a topic you want to learn about, just let us know. This information does not replace the advice of your doctor or healthcare professional. Thank you very much for listening. And here's to a happier, healthier world.